New class, fresh faces. A new school year welcomes us in. It's back to school time. And we're here with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. And good morning, Grand Valley. It is another good day here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 709 as we get our three-hour swing and soiree underway. Glad you are along for the conversational ride. It's going to be a cloudy day today. Daytime high around 80 degrees. Chance of showers, thunderstorms tomorrow. But we move up to around 87, 88 on Friday. More rain on Friday. And the weekend looks pretty good, sunny, and will be in the low 80s or even back in the 60s. Right now, Bob, I think this may be the coolest temperatures we've reported here in the morning at this time of the morning for a good while. 58, 58, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 57 at the Highlands, 58 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 59 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So at all of our check place points, it, uh, under 60, just barely, but still under 60, a little cooler than usual. I pulled a Howard Monroe yesterday. I went home. And I never left the air conditioning of the house. I uh, I stayed in. The house was cool. I had no idea that uh, we were, you know, in the middle of a heat wave. <laughs> so it was really, really nice. And then when I opened the door and turned everything off last night at about 11 o'clock, Howard, it was cool. And it I was thought, cool. Man, it really dropped off. And then this morning, it was damn near like sweatshirt, uh, you know, temperature this morning. Yeah, again, yeah. I think this is the first time we've started where the temp's been under 60. So we are clearly... Heading towards, not there, but we're heading towards fall-like weather. Yeah, and I'm not complaining. I like it. I like to start the morning out cool and let the day, you know, develop and heat up. I like the air conditioning, and it's not just to cool it down. I, I like the sound of it sort of rushing through the house and stuff. This is a period where it's, to me, it's, I don't know what to do. I don't really need it turned on, especially in the evening, right? But I kind of want it turned on. So, you know, if I turn it off, it's, it's cool. It's just the way it should be, but I don't know. Anyway. 50, right below 60 degrees everywhere here around the Ohio Valley. I want to do this, and I know some of you go, oh, for God's sake, don't talk about the heat again, Monroe. But I want to get to a point at the end of this that is amazing to me. But let's look at the latest numbers that I came across. Uh, we are under a heat dome, a heat dome. That sounds like a Stephen King novel, doesn't it? The heat dome has arrived. Uh, we're under a heat dome in the Midwest, and uh, more than 100 million people are under heat alerts, uh, or were yesterday, uh, as a result of the heat dome and the heat wave. More than 100 million people. Heat index values were in the triple digits in Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, mid other parts of the Midwest, all the way down to Texas and Louisiana. Heat index values at least 100 degrees or more. That's the feels-like uh, temperature. Chicago was at 111, feels-like temperature. Uh, Houston was likely, uh, they thought they would peak at 113, don't know where they finally did, but so triple-digit heat wave, heat uh, indexes in much of the Midwest, all due to, as I said, a heat dome that is this common sat over top of, of the Midwest. Uh, we talked yesterday about all the high temperatures that have been recorded yesterday, uh, yesterday. Today I can tell you that more than 150 high temperature records could be set by the end of this week. 150 new high temperature records could be set by this week. And here's a stat that I guess I didn't know. If I had asked you, and the fact that I'm talking about heat will tell you probably the correct answer, but if I were to ask you what weather event 
was the most deadly, what would you have guessed? This year or all time? All, of all times. Earthquake. Earthquake's a good one. I would have guessed, uh, I would have guessed tornadoes or, and or hurricanes. But according to the AP story I'm looking at right here, uh, actually NBC News story I'm looking at right here, extreme heat causes more deaths across the country every year than any other weather event. I would have you. You could have gave me a thousand guesses, Howard, and I probably. I mean, that's tough, but you think you you know the least you prepare for it. You know, if you get caught outside, and sometimes people have no no choice. But I, I would have never went there. Would I, you? I would not again. If I listed all the weather events. Uh, Lightning strikes, uh, tree falling on you, tree falling on you, tornadoes, hurricanes, you earthquake. That's a good one. Riding to work with Howard in the morning. Hey, hold on now. Wait a minute. Listen, it wasn't my fault that I forgot to close the back door. Okay, all right. <laughs> but it bothered you the whole way from Elm Grove to Wheeling. My car has you know those bells and whistles where it tells you things, and Bob and I are driving in, and I am in the driver's seat, and. Uh, about uh, halfway down the interstate, I look down, and there's a red light on us. I wonder what that is. And it shows my back door ajar, and there's a little alert right in front of me. It says, door open, door open. It wasn't really open. Well, it was when I got out of the car. It was, it, has, it was not shut all the way. I kept having vision of just getting into the tunnels, right, where there's no room to avoid anything. I had vision of getting in the tunnels. That door would flop open, and some giant truck would come down rip it off. I had to uh, tell myself to not to do it. I was going to get a little mouthy and say, Howard, this is not the space shuttle. Come on. It's all right. Let that let that uh, warning light go on for a little bit. We're all missing the parking lot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all right. I, I've got you here safely. You did. Uh, uh, day you number know, two. For, t- for two days at least. But it's going to be hot again is what Howard say. Be yeah. careful out there. It's it, going to be it another is hot. It's going to be hot again. Now, you said you, uh, when it does get too hot, what's your... What's your remedy for the heat, Bob? Turn the air conditioning on, I assume. Just stay in. And I can hear my grandparents tell me that. You know, if you keep the house closed up and you don't in and out, in and out, in and out, you know, and you keep the, you know, you keep it cool, you don't overrun your air conditioner. And it's just really, really nice. But you you can't do that all the time. But I I was able to do that yesterday. And it was just to be out of the heat was just the way to go. CBS News had a poll that I came across yesterday, and I thought, oh, this will be interesting. I'm curious to see what all of the answers are. The CBS News poll was on how people are coping with the heat. And I thought, well, this will be interesting. What are the many different ways that people are trying to get out of the heat and avoid the heat? And do you want to know what the answer? How are you, want some of the answers? Help me out here with the answers, Howard. Going inside and turning on the air conditioner. That's it. That was it. That's a, this a CBS News poll on how people are coping with the heat. How are people coping with heat? Uh, going inside and turning on the air conditioner. That's it. That's it. I suppose if you don't have air conditioning, you can pull the um, uh, married with children thing and go to uh, go to Kroger. And Hang out at Respects in the frozen food. Sit in the frozen food section. Yeah, exactly. Uh, people are upping their electricity use with uh, increased use of air conditioning. Nearly two-thirds of Americans say they've experienced unusually high temperatures in recent weeks. Now, all, all, again, we've talked about this. These numbers are a little bit different today than yesterday. And I am... I was really looking forward to hearing creative ideas for avoiding the heat, but there are none. It's just go inside, stay inside, turn on the air conditioning. Where are the creative ideas? Because I, I don't know what else you do. Seriously, what else do you do? Well, I mean, you can hang out at the pool, but it's going to be miserable after a while. I mean, if you're not in actually pool, in the water, it's going to be hot. And even, well, yeah, I mean, and the pool water gets hot. It's like, you know, hanging out in a bathtub. Exactly. It's like bathtub water. I mean, we went uh, in our backyard pool. Teddy, Teddy and I were in the pool a couple of days ago. Sun was blazing. Uh, it's like anything else. When you first put your foot into the water, it's, like, it's cold. But then 
it, then you realize, no, it's just bath water. It's just bath water. And then you think, man, it's like 68 in the living room. Let's go watch something on TV. And, it, and, and you stay there all day. Now, Howard, I don't really don't want to jinx myself. I try to stay away from maybe talking about things until they're in the bag. Okay. But if I'm not here tomorrow and uh, you wonder where I'm at, I, I think we'll be okay with the heat. I have to get up on my roof today. Oh, no. That's what I've been saying, you know, all day. I couldn't sleep too good because that's what I've been saying. Oh, no. But I'm able, right? Well, I'm able. Uh, you're Sure. I've got my supplies. Correct answer to that would be, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I hope. Sure. Uh, I got my supplies. As, as you know, Adam's been preparing us starting tomorrow, with, you know, the chance of really, really uh, – Heavy thunderstorms, right, right. but I want to be prepared. I'm having a little, st- it's still roof issues, Howard, but I have to get up on the roof and I have to face it this afternoon. So I'm just giving you a warning. So if I come to pick you up in the morning. And the house is dark. And the house is Maybe dark. Maybe look in the yard. I might still be laying and I there. I see something smoldering in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it may be you. Well, the good news is for you, in all seriousness, it's going to be a, a semi-cloudy day today. So it's not going to be that beating down sun. That well, we, that's good. If I lay there, at least I won't, you know, <laughs> die of heat stroke. High of 80 is the predicted high. So that's, that's better than we've had. It's better than 90, right? I, of all the occupations in the heat, roofers are the ones I tend to feel the, the most sympathy for. You know, they are up on the roof. The sun is beating down. They're on the roof. Therefore, by definition, there is no shade. They're on the roof, right? They're on the top of the house. Um, and usually, hopefully, you will just be maybe working with shingles and stuff. But A little know, bit of coating. Yeah, a little yeah, patchwork. You know, I think, I think of, of roofers who are putting on new roofs and stuff. Oh, man. And they got the the, the tar, and, and it's just the heat. Ref- oh. I mean, to me, that is the worst job to have in the heat. I might, I might be able to top you with one. Okay. How about your uh, sanitary guys that go out and pick up your garbage? And, and you know, it, and that bag's been out there for four days. It's got a little bit of meat in there and it stinks. And look, what's that white thing crawling there? Oh, those are maggots. That's a maggot. Stuff you maggots. Can you imagine dealing with that every day at work? You it's know. hot. You're sweating in the smell and you don't really want to touch that. Yeah, I, uh, I really appreciate the. Sanitation workers. Me too. And I mean that in all sincerity. Me too. I really appreciate all the sanitation workers. Um, and I got to say this. I, I, they get a lot of criticism in the city of Wheeling. The folks who come by our house, they take all the trash we put out. They never complain. Uh, they're usually efficient. If we happen to open the door, we're there. You know, they smile. They wave. I mean, I, I think I would be. I think I would be that kind of guy if I was a sanitation worker. That job is never really what you would call pleasant, I don't think. But in the in the heat, when it's hot, when it's really really hot, and you're starting your day out in early in the morning, and it's already 65, Howard. Yeah, yeah. I feel for those guys. Yeah, and, and but again, I want to say this because I really really feel this. The city of Wheeling sanitation workers, at least all the ones that come around our neighborhood, are about as good as you can get. It's a tough job. Uh, nobody wants to. Who, who, I think I'd like to be a garbage man. I mean, you know, nobody wants to be that. What's that but, crawled on your shoulder there, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they do a tremendous, and they do it in a very positive way. They really do. Now, my dad used to leave beer out for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do that anymore. But my, my wife always leaves a, on hot days, leaves, a, you know, some bottles of water and stuff out there. So maybe, maybe they treat us nicer. I don't know. But uh, I just. I can't say enough about the sanitation workers. I'm with you, Howard. I'm with you. Now, I want to get back to this uh, heat story. One more thing, because this is what really struck me. First of all, I was amazed. The CBS News poll on the many ways people are coping with the heat. Go inside. That was it. That was, Stay that, in was there. The, that was the whole poll. But here's what's interesting. 
politics helps helps us define everything that goes on. Everything that goes on. Republicans, this is a poll they did. I'm not picking on Republicans. Well, I do pick on Republicans. Republicans in this poll say, that's ah, not that hot. Democrats go, whoo, it's hot. Republicans are going, no, it's really not that hot. It's not that hot. I, I don't know whether it's the they're afraid if they say it's hot, then the whole climate change thing is going to come in. They're going to start. Well, they got to check with Trump. Is, does well, Trump say it's hot? I then it's hot. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. But that absolutely amazed me. Absolutely amazed me. A partisan difference extend to perception of the weather. Fewer Republicans than Democrats claim that there's been any high temperatures this summer. We've had record high temperatures. What did I tell you yesterday? 8,304 records have fallen. Just this past year, in, in summertime? It must be staying inside, Howard. 150 more this year, according to this, today's numbers. But uh, re Republicans say, it's not that hot. Oh, it's not that hot. So if you go outside and, you, and, you, and you're like, oh, my God. Whoo, God, it's hot. It's hot. And some guy walks by and says, yeah, it's not that hot. You can figure he's GOP. Ask him if he's voting for Trump. All right. Uh, it is 721, 21 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Some odds and ends that we'll get into today. Um, if any of you want to continue the thoughts from yesterday on uh, who you would like to talk to, living or dead, have conversations with, we had a couple of good calls and comments about that yesterday. Bob and I offered our thoughts. Have you adjusted your opinion yet? You talked about going back to see Lee Harvey Oswald or maybe Jack Ruby or or sitting on the grassy knoll, you know, whatever. That would be your your choice still? Yeah, again, I want to kind of, you know, solve a mystery while I'm talking to this guy, Howard, or, or gal, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Lee Harvey. I um, I said yesterday I don't want to get modeling, therefore I don't want to, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I'd like to talk to my mom once again, or I'd like to talk to my dad once again. And, I, and that's true, but I got thinking, because there are a couple of my old friends who have passed away, and there, I go through life anymore. I suppose all a lot of old folks do this, thinking, "Oh, I gotta tell so and so about this," and then they're not here. You know, um, my dear friend from radio back in the '70s, Roy Stewie. Roy and I, until the day he died uh, five or six years ago, we would every couple of months call each other and just tell an old radio story or a new radio story. And sometimes something happens in this business, and I want to pick up the phone and go, "I gotta call Roy and tell him." And I, and I can't do that. Uh, or my, my dear friend Tom Stobert, who passed away three years ago. Uh, and, and just every once in a while, I want to pick up the phone and go. So I'm, I'm kind of a little bit adjusting my I, – I don't want to get maudlin about it. I don't. But I, I'm thinking about some of the friends, my friend Mark Papa, my friend Tom Stobert, my friend Roy Stewie, people who left too early that I just – I like to share things with and I can't. So maybe I'm going to put them in the list as well. I said yesterday, Thomas Jefferson – which uh, I will I will stick with as uh, as a historical figure, but uh, that's my thought. If any of you want to add to the list, I'm not going to push it all that hard today, but you can. 304-214-1600. GOP presidential debate comes tonight. We'll a little preview of that coming up a bit later on. St. Clairsville is considering outdoor drinking. We 
touched briefly on that with Wheeling's Vice Mayor uh, Chad Thalman yesterday. Is a good idea. Outdoor drinking areas, uh, a part of the city, part of downtown, maybe somewhere else for that matter, but part of the city where it's legal to take a drink, wander the streets. Is that a good idea? They're not doing it in St. Clairsville. They formed a committee to look at it. We'll talk about that. And, of course, all our regular features. Slider on sports. Adam Fikes forecast. And Taylor Long is in with the Ohio Valley headlines. All of that is here on the Watchdog Morning Show for a Wednesday morning. It's 724. Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WV student Matthew Cole, who says he's going to be directly impacted by the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math year, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state. Catch us each weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. of America, 100 million Americans in a heat wave today in the Midwest, Upper Midwest, and even coming over this way. Now, we are not going to be all that bad. Daytime high today around 80 with a partly cloudy day, 58 at the airport, 57 at the Highlands, 58 in Elm Grove, and 59 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I said earlier I was looking when that CBS News poll came out, I was looking for something creative. It said, you know, a poll on how Americans are dealing with the heat. And I was looking for something fun. And the answer was, Everybody's going into the air conditioning. Bob, this is one that resonates with you and me. Our good friend Shane sends this. Do you remember on hot days like this when we would slip into the real alpha and Millie would have a cold bottle of Bud Light for you and, in my case, a refreshing crown and Coke waiting for us? That's how you beat the heat. Yes, yes. air-conditioned bar. And the alpha was certainly one that we, uh, we would uh, – yeah. Take advantage of once yeah. in a while. Yeah. When, it's, when it was hot outside, it was cool inside, just crack me a Bud Light and off we go. Yeah, thank you for the text. You can text us 304-214-1600, Frio Stack, Auction Service Text Line, or you can call 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, off the uh, Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. 
Uh, who would you like to talk to, living or dead, if you could have a conversation with anyone? Uh, we've had this same thing was suggested several times yesterday. Uh, Jesus, I would like to talk to him uh, about, well, it's not popping up, so I can't read exactly, but Jesus, the answer was Jesus there. I said, I, I, good, good Christian I am, that's probably my, should be my answer, but I, I feel like it's too obvious an answer, so I, I skipped that. Well, that's what I was going to ask. You are a very good Christian. I mean, you, you're a true believer that someday you'll be able to get in conversation while you're walking the streets of gold, Howard, with your friends that have well, let's passed hope the streets, on Let's hope you. they're gold, not hot, if you understand. <laughs> uh, let's hope that we're not having a preview of where I'm going to be walking. It's nice and cool in heaven, Howard. Yeah, I got it you, doesn't yeah. get too hot there. Now, down below, I don't know, you might have a little bit of a problem. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a good point. Um they're still having problems. You know, we talked about the heat. Um, there is a new storm going through the Texas area. Uh, Hurricane Hillary has, got, I think, downgraded a tropical storm. but still a problem out there. Uh, Maui's wildfires are still continuing. The uh, numbers that I just, uh, you know, I, I think the very first day we talked about it, just like everybody in the world, not just America, uh, I think the number was six. And then it jumped to 36. Remember that day right. of deaths? The number that I just just got to, to look at here on, on TV, there's still a thousand people missing. Yep. You know, a hundred confirmed dead, but a thousand, Howard, think about it, that's ten times. If they're missing, they're probably dead, I would think. The um whoever made whoever made that comment, and I heard that um was a police chief or the emergency management guy, whatever. Yeah, he said there are over a thousand people are just missing. Now, he pointed out, probably rightly so, that doesn't necessarily mean they're dead. But where'd they go? Well, you know, buried under rubble? I don't know. I mean, but that's a week ago. I, I, mean, I, I, I grant you. But so it may not be a thousand dead, but you know, in that thousand, many, many, many of them will probably be dead. And uh, the last number I heard, official number, was 111, but I suspect that number probably has even gone up. So. Uh, unbelievable. Canadian wildfires, I have not heard of a lot of deaths from the Canadian wildfires, but I guess because the Canadian wildfires, the ones sending the smoke down our way, I guess they're further out in the hinterlands. They're not in populated areas, maybe? Yeah, not trapped. You know, I, I guess one of the problems there, you're trapped, nowhere to go. At least if, if you have in a little Maui. bit of warning yeah. in Maui, yeah, where do you go? The ocean is the answer. But out west, I guess you can. Uh, a little bit of warning, you can uh, get away from it, Howard. Yeah, but um, uh, a thousand are missing in um uh, and he was talking about, he said, it's not reaching the numbers of 9-11, but remember how many people went missing in 9-11, and some were never found. So just a horrible situation out there. And then how do you rebuild it? It's billions of dollars to rebuild. You know, what do you do? It's. I think we already talked about this. I think there's some people with dollar uh, signs in their in their eyeballs that just maybe want to turn most of that over to the tourists. You know, if you're going to start over big business, build, you know. uh, build more hotels, Absolutely. build more, uh, you know, resorts and what have you, and uh, ship more of the native Hawaiians. You're out of here. Out someplace else. Uh, 731.29 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob, I really hated to see this on social media yesterday. Uh-oh, bad news, Howard? Uh, our friend Catherine Guyon from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Announced yesterday that she is leaving Channel 7. Wow, that is a surprise. Quoting, this is from her um, uh, ex, I think it's her ex feed, Twitter feed. Time flies when you're having fun, Catherine Guyon says. The last five and a half years of WTRF have gone by so fast, and so will the next few weeks, because sadly they will be my last here at this station. Life sometimes gives you great opportunities, and you have to take them. 
I don't have words to express how much the last few years have meant to me. They were truly life-changing. This community in the Ohio Valley is something special. I also don't have words to say how appreciative I am of the wonderful team I work with every day here at Channel 7. Maybe in the next few weeks, she says, I will find the words. Uh, so, I mean, I hate to see that. She's a, I don't want to say, if I say she's one of the good ones, it implies there are bad ones, and I don't want to do that. But Catherine uh, really is a, some pun intended, she's an anchor of their team. <laughs> she really holds it together. Good reporter, compassionate person. Does a great job on the air. She's friendly as all get out. Uh, she was so much fun when she was here with us a couple she was. of months ago. Uh, it seems like uh, a while ago when we were all cramped up in that little uh, little studio uh, that you know before all the remodeling. How and and she was re- really really nice and uh, just a lot of fun. And uh, I really enjoyed the time that we spent with her. Howard. It sounds like she's not only leaving Channel Seven, also leaving the area. Howard? Yeah, Is that what, how you take I mean, it? I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. You now know all that I know, but. Um, you know, I was thinking, Bob, and you and I relate to this. A lot of our audience will not even understand what we're talking about. Once upon a time, the Channel 7 news team was about as stable a news team as you could possibly get. But it goes back to the days that the people who were there were the people who literally built the station. Mark Davis, Pat Gaughan, Jennings Martin. Finnegan came in a bit later, but Bob Finnegan, um, and they were there forever. They didn't leave. They came. They stayed. They became part of our community. Um, the nature of the business is so now that Wheeling is a really good market for people to come, get a good start in, learn under people like Brenda Danehart, and then move on to other bigger markets and other things. Um, but what a difference it is from the days when you and I first started watching Channel 7. Crazy. Uh, last night, my son and I, my youngest son, Clay, and I watched the 11 o'clock uh, n- uh, newscast on Channel uh, 7, and we kind of had that conversation because he picked up Bailey Martin was the co-anchor and mm-hmm. just how she just lights up a broadcast. She does. And she's very, very good at what she does. And we talked, you know, she's she's going to move on. She's going to go to bigger and better things. Nothing against staying in Wheeling like, like some of our friends have. But some want to go to the big city. And uh, she's just really, really good. Yeah, and I think she will be a, a, a big star here. Well, she is already a good star here, and Bailey will become a bigger star probably someplace else. I'm, you know, you just have to hope. That's the way it works. I'm, I'm sure Brenda hopes it's going to be, you know. A few, few more years. A few more years. <laughs> but, again, I, it, was, it struck me when I saw Catherine's note about this, how different the TV business is now than it was back then. Those days, they, they were there for 20 years. You know, again, Mark with Davis. no desire to leave. Mark Davis, Pat gone. Who am I forgetting? Uh, the old well, Brenda time. DK still there. And DK, you know, some of the some of the ones who came in that what I would call the transition. Nolte's been around forever. Nolte, Brenda, uh, uh, DK certainly. Um, but the the new the new trend is you bring young people in, train them, they learn well under the masters, um, and then they they move on. And um, you know, for Brenda, who's their news director. That's got to be a hard thing. I mean, I'm sure she's figured out this is the way it goes, so she's always got something in the pipeline, you know. But you never have long-term stability, and that's that's got to be hard to you know hard to live with, hard to work with. Well, think about it. I've been here a little over a year. You know, Stephanie's gone. Uh, that whole morning crew that that I started with, uh, all three of them are, are, are gone now. Aaron's gone. I forget the guy that moved to. Uh, Carolina early uh, last summer, uh, so that whole team is gone, Howard, in one year. Yeah, and um, just just look at the weather folks that we've gone through, just the weather people we've gone through here in the morning show. Brian Davis when I started, uh, and then we had um, uh, Emily. Uh, along with Emily, we had um, uh, 
uh, Alexa, who was their backup person, but she was with us frequently, then to Zach, and then to uh, uh, and now to uh, to uh, Adam Fike. Adam, uh, and then Tyler. Uh, you know, so but you look at just the just the weather folks who have been with us over the last handful of years. Hardly knew you. Yes, exactly. Anyway, sad to me to see Catherine Guy and go. Good luck to her wherever she's going, whatever she's doing. I'm sure she'll do extremely well. Um, it does leave a hole in the broadcast community here. But you know what? Like, I don't know what, like a like a, a whirlpool in the river eventually just gets cover, covered over. <laughs> I right? thought you were going to go with sands through the hourglass. Well, hour. I could do that too. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the days of our lives. 736, 24 to the hour. Speaking of weather, Adam Fike is coming in with that. Mr. Slider has sports for us. Uh, coming up in a bit. And I want to talk a little next hour about this idea of an outdoor drinking area that St. Clairsville is considering. And I think Vice Mayor Thalman kind of said it was, you know, on the fringes of discussion here in the city of Wheeling as well. All of this coming up as the Watchdog Morning Show continues for a Wednesday. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 23rd. Steubenville police are investigating vandalism at a local school. Officers say they responded to Bishop Musio Lovers Lane Camp in regards to a breaking and entering and vandalism. Paint was thrown about the gym, doors and equipment were damaged, the banners on the walls were torn down, and some property was stolen, according to officials. Detectives say they are reviewing security cameras in the area and have some people of interest. Stick with 7 News for updates. When 7 News took multiple calls about the conditions of a railroad crossing that was becoming hazardous to drivers, we took those complaints to officials. Now we know when the heavily traveled area leading to Bridgeport is going to be fixed. If you've driven over the railroad crossing in Main Street in US 250, just as you cross into Bridgeport, you know how bad it is. 7 News reached out to Norfolk Southern, which operates that railway. A spokesperson tells us repairs to the area are already being planned. They say within the next month, drivers should notice improvements, but Norfolk Southern says this work will require a lane closure. We're working to learn the exact dates for construction, and we'll share it with you as soon as we find out. And out of Bel Air, a woman is facing multiple drug charges after police say they found drugs and drug paraphernalia on her in plain view. Authorities arrested 31-year-old Stacy Lynn Garlock after responding to a call on 41st Street where they spoke to her and reportedly found drugs. She is charged with possession, trafficking, and paraphernalia, and possession of drug abuse instruments. Healing police have arrested a man wanted for an assault that happened Monday. 38-year-old Jeffrey George Horvath II is accused of assaulting another man on Monday in the South Wheeling area along the riverbank. Officials tell us that earlier officers obtained a warrant. They were able to quickly locate him and take him into custody. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room. And be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll be giving away more Lana Del Rey tickets. Jeff Erickson will be here to talk about getting you ready for your fantasy football draft. The biggest stories in technology over the last seven days in the 5 o'clock hours all about the West Virginia Mountaineers. Plus your calls. 
texts, tweets, and are out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Until Madman, you'll never forget it, will you? I will never forget that episode of Madman. No, sirree, Bob. A little dancing was done to Zooby Zooby Doo in that episode. You know, that's one. We were talking the other day about you know things to watch, and Nancy and I have gone through the Diplomat and the Night Agent, and we're just kind of stuck on NCIS reruns right now. I may go. It might be time to go back and rewatch Madman again. That's a tremendous series. Might be time to. You know, revisit that. Every once in a while, you got to revisit the old things, you know? Well, as I've shared with you on the ride into work, I've been on this uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. Right. And I don't know what season it is, but his best buddy is John Hamm, who played Don Draper on uh, Mad, Mad Men. Yeah. And he is nothing like Don Draper. Nothing. Like Don Draper. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's more like Larry David. And it's really, really funny stuff. Well, I finished my uh, first and only cup of coffee this morning, so now I am being forced, forced, I say, to go to the dark side. Have a Pepsi, Howard. Got a you Pepsi. know you want one. I got a Pepsi. You know I want one. I need one. I want one. I want a Pepsi. And I have a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't that good, Howard? That first taste of the cold, cold Pepsi. Oh, man. I got a, I, I got a problem. We both do. I got a problem. And it's just because of you. you. You got me into this. And now I got I you got a, hooked. Now I got a problem. I thought I was doing fine. Oh, I'm drinking coffee. That's we good. need counseling, Howard. And now I need counseling because I, I got the Pepsi. And all I want to do is add more Pepsi. Oh, What's yeah. that called where everybody gets in a room, all your family and your friends, intervention? An intervention. We, I need a maybe Pepsi. We can do, maybe we can do one each. I need a Pepsi intervention. 18th of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike is with us in the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm, I, I, I'm recognizing, I'm giving in to my addiction here. I'm recognizing that I'm addicted to Pepsi, and I don't like it. Well, I do like it, but I don't want to like it. Well, you know what, Howard? You're going to have to enjoy that for yourself and for me as well. I got the subtle hints, but not quite direct words from my fiance that I should lose weight for the wedding. So Ooh. I'm now on a keto diet. I'm well. not enjoying it, by the way. I like a subtle hint, huh? She didn't directly say it, but it was kind of like, oh, I'm starting to go back to the gym. You should come. I want to look in shape yeah. for the wedding and then gave me a glare. Yes. So she didn't directly tell me, but that was her way of saying, you need to No, I it. think she told you, Adam. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she told you. Not directly, indirectly, but yes, she did either way tell me. So, you know, she says, what um, what size uh, tux are you thinking about getting? No, that's a that's a pretty large size, uh, but uh, you know, I'm um, she yeah. That, they they have they being women have subtle ways of letting us know. So all right, so so you, uh, you will not be sharing my Pepsi is what you're telling me. I will not be, and I'm very addicted to anything to sugar, especially like ice cream. Yeah, and it's been like two weeks since I've had a cookie or ice cream, and I'm oh. going. I'm seriously going through withdrawal. You mean giving up? You're giving up sweets? You have to give up sweets? 
Well, yeah, you can't have sugar on keto. No. Uh, oh, you're I on keto. Okay. All the bacon I want on keto, I just can't have sugar. Well, I like bacon, but you know, every once in a while, I want a little sugar. I want a little Pepsi. I want a little. I want a cupcake. You know, I want something like that. I think you'll really see the uh, the success that you're going to have, uh, Adam, because giving up the sweets and if you're any kind of active at all, I think you'll be fine. Well, Bob, when you oh, I've already lost five pounds and it's only been a week. Yeah, you'll see that. Yeah. If, you, if you can give up sugar, then then you you will see the results. When you gave up Pepsi, you saw Bob. You saw a distinct loss of weight, right? Yeah, I lost. I knew I was going to be right around twenty pounds. No, let me ask. Is it still having that? Look loss? at me, Harry. You want me to pull my shirt off here? You know, want to take a good look, Howard? Clearly, the Pepsi has, has, redone, it's back on me, has redone its work. Adam, we were talking about that. It's not going to be too hot around here today, but, man, that, that heat is still just blazing through the Midwest. I have a statistic from uh, AP or something. A hundred million people are under a heat wave um, today in, in this country. That's just it's just amazing, and, and you know, so many are going to be in feels-like temperatures of at least triple digits. Uh, not affecting us right now. We're going to get warmer as the week goes on. But uh, I guess all things considered, it's not going to be a bad day for us, right? Not a bad day. I mean, it's going to be a little more cloudy than what I was anticipating for the start of the week. But, hey, most of us stay dry, maybe a stray shower. So, yes, it's not going to look nice, but at least we're not too hot. And at least the cloud cover should at least make things feel a little bit more comfortable. Well, we're going around 80, 82, something like that, somewhere in that range. Right between that 80 to 84 range, so half a dozen one way, six one way. Okay. Nothing different. Yep, okay. Now, tomorrow is when some rain comes in. So there's going to – the potential is for multiple rounds, actually. The first one that I'm more concerned about for the time being is during our morning commute. Okay. This is likely that 3 to 7 a.m. time frame. More likely, storms start to move through the northern panhandle, northern eastern Ohio, around 4 a.m., and it's south of I-70 and out of the area between 6 and 7. Now, these are going to be a how-well-do-they-hold-up sort of storm. So we'll likely see showers, a couple rumbles of thunder, but if they can hold up intensity, we could see some strong gust winds, maybe some small hill and maybe a tornado warning for, like, Hancock, Jefferson, and Harrison County. So it's going to be not just rainy but stormy for part of the morning. Yep. And then the good news, though, is much of our day tomorrow actually stays dry. It's kind of like we put a cap on the atmosphere. It's like putting a lid on a pot of boiling water. Okay. Nothing's really going to happen until later on this evening if we can – well, not this evening. Tomorrow evening, if we can remove that lid, once again, we could see more severe storms after sunset tomorrow till sunrise Friday morning. So much of Thursday remains dry, but once again, we'll see showers and storms tomorrow's morning commute, mainly 4 to 6, and then Thursday, mainly midnight to 4, once again. We'll have uh, warmer temperatures though tomorrow than we're going to have today, right? Oh, not going to not going to feel or look very pleasant tomorrow. Most of us in the mid to upper 80s, maybe a spot or two towards I-77 that might try to hit 90. So definitely not going to be feeling pleasant with dew points in the mid to low 70s. And again, somewhat the same on Friday with the chance of showers and thunderstorms, I think. And then we have uh, temperatures again, maybe not hitting 90, but flirting with 90 on Friday too. Yep, pretty close Friday. Good news is much of our rain activity is just the morning. We might see a spotty pop-up during the afternoon, but the good news, though, is any activity is out. We should be seeing clearing skies. Temperatures trying to cool Friday evening for any football game. Sounds good. Now, the weekend, pretty nice. Weekend, pretty nice. A little warmer than what I was initially expecting, but that's because the warm front is moving through tomorrow. It's stronger than I anticipated. 82, 
mostly sunny Saturday, Sunday. We'll be stuck in the upper 70s. Plenty of sunshine. And we'll stay that way through the beginning of next week. We'll be in that upper 70s and low 80 range. Okay. All right, so it's kind of a uh, Thursday and Friday of the days we've got to watch out for a little bit because of the rain, basically, right? Yep, and even a few storms, but I think it's, I don't want to say perfect, but it's, that's right at the time when I just finished forecasting, people are waking up, so at least it's not that overnight time frame, like midnight to 3. All right, 58 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County. This is the coolest morning that I have seen as far as the temperatures that I checked. Uh, we were below 60, at least we were when I checked the last time. 58 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 57 at the Highlands, 58 in Elm Grove, and 59 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Now, we'll, we'll probably, by the next time I check, bump up above 60, but uh, it's a, it is, compared to where we have been, it's a cooler morning this morning as more kids head back to school. Oh, yeah, no, definitely a comfortable start to the morning. All right, Adam. Well, go and um, well, go and lose weight. Knock a pound or two yeah, off knock today. Knock a pound. You know, a little, well, you like to walk, though, so walking will help you with that. You know, Stay off the sugar. Keep on your walking regime. And uh, report back to me. I won't do any of that stuff, but uh, you know, I'll feel I will. Uh, I, you know, I'll feel sympathetic about it. I, I'll feel like I've done something if you tell me you've done something. So, all right, Adam. Thanks a lot. I always appreciate talking to you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Back to them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Seven forty-nine, eleven till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Howard, my bo- this is off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Howard, my body is two thirds water. I can't imagine what your two-thirds, two-thirds is. Hey, wait a minute. It's a, uh, I do drink a lot of water, so it probably is water. Um, is it a diet Pepsi or a regular Pepsi? Aren't you a diabetic? Yeah, Art, what's up with that? Well, yes, I am. Certainly, thank you for calling that out right here on the radio. Yes, I am. But it is regulated with insulin. I'm in, I'm in perfect. My, my, my blood glucose is right where it's supposed to be. I check it every morning. Checked it before I left home this morning. It's right where it should be. And um, it's so good. And it's not Diet Pepsi. It's real Pepsi. You know, Bob, there are certain uh, sodas that the diet version and the regular version aren't that much different. Dr. Pepper is a good example. Diet Dr. Pepper, regular Dr. Pepper, can't tell much difference. Pepsi, you really can I mean, I, Diet Pepsi and regular Pepsi, to me, are, are very different flavors. And, again, I've, I know I've talked to two doctors about it when I've been, uh, you know, trying to lose weight, trying to give the Pepsi up, and all of them say the same thing, or both of them said the same thing to me, Howard, that uh, the diet is you don't want any parts of that. Don't put that in your body. Right. Uh, off the Frio Stack auction service text line, referencing the fact that, yes, I am a diabetic. Oh, Zempic. That's the, the medication that they advertise on television. I do not take Ozempic. Uh, people are taking that more and more to lose weight. Oh, maybe Adam should take Ozempic. I, I, there are people around here, there are doctors around here who purposely prescribe Ozempic for weight loss. Uh, I don't take it for weight loss. Uh, I, my, the medication I take is a little bit different. When Ozempic was in great demand for people losing weight, then um, the medicine I was taking began falling short of uh, – the stocks were short because everybody's taking the Ozempic. 
Oh, Zempink, thank you for your text on that. Mr. Slider's going to have some sports info for us. That's coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 9 before the hour. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family, or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Live and local. With 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. To all the girls I've loved before Who travel in and out of my door I'm glad they came along I dedicate this song it is six before the hour here on the Watchdog well, Morning Show. Do love well. this is Willie and uh, what's his name? Um, Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. Yeah, that's uh, it's a great duet. Um, I, you, I think you told me you don't like these kind of duets where the people get together, right? Well, I'd rather them just shut up and I can just listen to Willie. But okay. that's just me. Howard. I like I like the two of them. I, I think it's pretty good. Uh, six before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Time for Slider on Sports. Where is it? Here it is. <laughs> At PNC Park last night, game two of the three-game series between the Pirates and the St. Louis Cardinals for last place in the National League Central Division. The Bucks win 6-3 with a five-run fifth inning, knocking 41-year-old Adam Wainwright out of the game. Through three innings, Wainwright looked uh, was perfect and looked like his old self. Johan Oviedo picked up the win. He gave up one run, four hits, five strikeouts, in five innings, he improves to 7-13. and 13. Wainwright, who announced he is retiring at the end of the season, gave up six runs in four and two-thirds innings. He drops to 3-9. and nine. Andrew McCutcheon hit a two-run homer, his 200th and 99th career home run. So the next one 
if you happen to get it, uh, it ought to be worth something. I don't know how much money, but you ought to be able to trade it for something. Andrew McCutcheon sitting on 299 career home runs. David Bednar pitched a scoreless ninth for his 27th save of the season. Same two teams uh, wrap up the series this afternoon. Zach Thompson gets the start for St. Louis. He is 2-5. and five. Louise Ortiz for Pittsburgh. He's 2-3. and three. First pitch, 1235. Look for that home run ball from Andrew McCutcheon. And the Cleveland Guardians, who used to be the Cleveland Indians, Howard. They might be in the market for a new manager. What is their – I don't mean – I'm sorry to interrupt. What is their logo? What is their – Guardians. I know, but what is their mascot? Do I don't know. Nobody uh, knows. That's why <laughs> I say the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know what the Indians' mascot used to be, and I get what they don't have, but I, I, don't, I don't even know what their mascot is. Yeah, what's up with this Guardian stuff? So, I don't know. Okay. But they used to be the Indians, and they might be in the market for a new manager. Current manager Terry Francona gave a couple of hints yesterday that this may be it. It might be his last year as the Cleveland manager. Frank Francona, the, the winningest manager in, in club history, which is amazing in itself. Long, long history of, of Cleveland Indians before the Guardians baseball. And he is the winningest manager in club history. He's 64 years old, and he is in his 11th season with Cleveland. You know, because they were so bad, they would have to fire their manager after every year. <laughs> I guess maybe that's why. Francona has had some health concerns, Howard. In fact, he had to miss time in both the 2020 and the 2021 season. He was asked yesterday uh, uh, if he is feeling uh, old, and quote, old, old and kind of beat up. I hear you, Skip. I know exactly uh, what you're saying. Slatter <laughs> on Sports Time, 7.57. Do you feel old and slightly beat up? And beat up, Howard. Wait till I get up on that roof, little boy. Oh, my. Do you tie yourself off, or do you just just free? free? Well, then I'd hang myself, Howard. I'd be there hang. <laughs> no, no. I'd, I'd see, what I don't want to do is come to pick you up in the morning tomorrow. I might still be laying there, see, really. No, no, you'd be swinging, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. He, <laughs> oh, jeez. You want me to come by and take a just double check you this afternoon? Make Maybe sure heckle me a little bit while I'm up on there, Howard. <laughs> Watch it. Don't step that way. Don't step that way. <laughs> no, I just want to. No, I'll be okay. I think. You sure? I'll check it. You're, you're absolutely hopefully, sure. Hopefully I don't fall on anything if I do fall. We were talking earlier about uh, Catherine Guyon announced on uh, social media yesterday. She may have done it on TV, too. I didn't see it. I, I saw the 6 o'clock news, but I didn't see whether she made an announcement or not. But Catherine Guyon uh, from TV7 is uh, leaving in a few weeks. I do not know where she's going, what her game plan is, where she's headed off to, whether it's still in broadcasting or something different, whether it's still around here or someplace else. I don't know. Um, but uh, she will be certainly missed. She's a tremendous asset to TV7. Well, you got Bob and I talking about how different things are from the old days. when, um, And the reason was because the people who literally built Channel 7 were their key personalities for, for 20, 25, sometimes 30 years. Uh, people like Mark Davis and like uh, Dale Schussler and like uh, Jennings Martin and, and so on and so forth. And anyways, off the Frio Stack auction service text line, Someone says, uh, good morning, don't forget Steve Major. And uh, that was uh, – now, Steve was not one of the first guys. Steve came in from Fairmont, radio in Fairmont, then had worked at the WWVA, and uh, then eventually ended up uh, at Channel 7. And he was one of the nicest guys I ever worked with. Steve was as nice a guy as you could possibly get. And he raised his family right here in Wheeling. So He, uh... he was just a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, guy. Uh, Howard, you both – I assume that's you and me – you both need water, maybe with a shot of tang. Water. I hear you. Water's just not working for me either, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, Tang. Remember Tang? Yeah. The, the, the drink of astronauts. I used to, when I was a kid, I liked Tang, but I'm not a kid anymore. I never wanted to be an astronaut, Howard. Do they still have Tang? 
I check the shelves. I don't know. All right, eight o'clock. ABC covers the world. I want to talk about WVU. Um, lots and lots of national attention to WVU and their big changes. And what struck me yesterday was I had five, six stories. Not a single person coming to the defense of E. Gordon Gee. We'll talk about it next hour. We are glad they came along. We dedicate the song. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY, Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. The first Republican presidential debate kicks off tonight in Milwaukee, but frontrunner Donald Trump won't be there.